episode 145, Self-Healing Dental Cavities. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trothclair, and today we are Dr. Jessica Brigatti's perspective. During 2017 and 18 podcast awards nominated host and best-selling author on Amazon as we get a behind-the-curtain look at all types of doctor and guest specialties. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Welcome back. If you didn't know, this is my last couple of weeks in China. I'll be heading over to America for a few weeks, then to Germany to start a new job. So what I'll probably end up doing is actually taking a short break from podcasting, spend time with the family, and with the stress of moving. 2020 started back up. I can see why people do seasons. Sometimes it's nice. Hey, I just got to focus on 10, take a break, another 10, take a break. So we'll see how it happens in 2020, how it all shakes out. If you want to go to a doctorsperspective.net slash links, you got everything from the series that we've done in the past, supporting the show, writing reviews, t-shirts, uh, the number one best-selling Amazon book, some of the past podcasts that I've been on. Uh, did three recently, and one comes out in January. Now one's going to talk about like what I see as physical mental health considerations in China versus America. So it's a little compare and contrast. That's uh, Cheryl's Pod Couch. So if you want to do any of that, check it out. Great. All the links will still work. During the hiatus, you'll notice in the social media, there'll be posts pretty much every day about some episode in the past. So don't forget about me, okay? All right, well, today, we're going to wrap up our dental series. I know we had somebody put in between. We had a scheduling snap food with Dr. Brooke Gotti. So I had to uh, put her afterwards. And uh, so in the PDF from .NET slash dentist, she'll be in there as well as a bonus episode with the Dental Nachos, episode 73. Because who wants five? Let's do six, right? All right, what we're going to talk about today is those little almost cavities where some dentist might say, ah, let's go ahead and take care of it. Where she says, hey, actually... I've got this cool device called a translumination, and we can figure out where these, de- these uh, cavities are. And then we've got these remineralizing decay protocols that we can do, which could be some diet modifications, uh, some supplements, uh, you know, food heals type of stuff. They can actually help remineralize the tooth. That way you don't have to actually have all those procedures. We'll also talk about referrals. She's actually married to a chiropractor. So we'll talk about how to maybe gain some referrals back and forth. And uh, that's obviously a good thing. So let's dive in. A little bit of a shorter episode. I was thankful she was able to squeeze me in between some uh, appointments that she had. So all the show notes, doctorsperspective.net slash 145. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Live from China in Fort Worth, Texas. Today on the show, we're going to continue the dentist podcast series. And we're going to talk about wonderful things that we haven't actually talked about yet. And I'm excited. And I just want to introduce you to Dr. Jessica Brigatti. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be on your show. Well, let's not dilly-daddle around because sometimes we have time crunches and this, people, is one of those times. So we don't have to go into the big, long detail of why you became a dentist, but a little bit of the backstory. You've been doing it for a while. How did you pick this profession? I think that's a very good question. So my dad was a physician and he worked very hard. And I saw that he wasn't able to come to a lot of our games growing up. And my dad's best friend was a dentist, pediatric dentist, and he was at everything, all of the all of the games, all of the plays. And I thought, wow, it's pretty cool. You know, that's a, that's a nice lifestyle. So I kind of thought of it being a forward thinker. This is probably ninth grade in high school. I thought, wow, that might be a career I'm going to think about. And so I started observing and I really just just fell in love with dentistry. So that's really how I started. I mean, I did the drill and fill with Play-Doh when I was younger, but I didn't really have aspirations to be a dentist when I was, you know, seven or eight. So, but yeah, that's kind of, that's the story. So was there any animosity with the dad? Is there like a infight in between physicians and dentists and all that kind of stuff? Could have been a real doctor type. 
Well, I, he was very happy that I was a dentist, but my brother is a physician, orthopedic surgeon. And when he was oh, in boy. high when he was in high school, and he was thinking about, well, what should I do with my life? I said, Dave, that's my brother. You should be an orthodontist. You would be awesome. You have such a great personality. You're super ethical. And Dad said, why would you want to waste a great brain on orthodontics? <laughs> so oh, I was snap. like, Dad, wait a minute. I'm sitting right here. So anyway, so my brother did. I ended up following. He followed footsteps of my father, and he became a physician. And then my other two siblings became architects. So we have two architects, a physician, and a dentist. Well, I'll tell you that what y'all do on a daily basis in somebody's mouth is very architectural to me. And uh, from the videos I've seen, the totem pole of surgeries, my goodness, y'all are yes. getting in there and getting at yeah. it. That is way beyond my pay grade that I'd be comfortable with. So, Yeah, Dennis, we wear a lot of hats every day, for sure. You definitely have to be an engineer. You have to be an artist. There's so many things that we encompass. Oof. And that bleeds right into some of the questions when we were pre-chatting i was like ah oh, what should we talk about what hasn't really been covered yet and what's your unique thing that you do that we should talk about and one of them is you know you're not in network with insurance but we don't really have to ha chat about that too much but there's two two things remineralizing decay protocols i mean based on the sound of that i mean we have an idea and then transillumination technology to find the decay those are pretty cool things uh so let's let's dive in what are those and how does that help me as a patient uh, when I'm trying to pick a dentist, perhaps. Okay. So I think we have to go back to that I'm married to a chiropractor. For me in, in dental school and also med school, we have a semester of nutrition. Uh, and for us, it's all tests. I don't know how you guys were in your school, but for us, you kind of knew the classes from the older students where you just could study old tests and get by. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's how our nutrition, that's how our nutrition was. And we just kind of studied old tests and, you know, crossed that eye and, dotted that T or opposite way. So we didn't have a great nutrition background. And my husband changed careers. And he was a safety professional, fell in love with chiropractic, went into chiropractic school, end of his end, his 30s, late 30s. And I saw how much nutrition you guys had. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, you guys have years, what, three years, three years of nutrition? Something, yeah, a year and a half total, but it's a lot of classes. Yeah. But encompassed with everything that you guys do, right. like whole body medicine. And so I thought, you know, food is, food is medicine kind of protocols. So I started learning from Mike and I thought, wow, you know, there's, there's a link between your oral cavity and the rest of your health. So I just started thinking that way. So decay, and I mean, you can watch lots of things on YouTube and, you know, you can see stories about reversing any type of decay. But what I've seen in my practice, you know, for 18 years is that when you've got decay in the outer layer of enamel, you have a really high chance of remineralizing it, but you've got to make changes. You can't just stick with what you're doing. So we talk to our patients about, we try to be conservative and there's things that you, know, you can use your eyes, you can use your x-rays. Um, we have lots of little cameras, but there's transillumination devices now. And the one I use is called the carry view. And it's kind of like this little, it's like a camera that has little fingers that sits on top of the tooth and it shines light through the tooth and it transilluminates it and it takes a photo of it so you can see density. Oh. And so areas where the, the decay or bacteria is eaten away the tooth show up as darker spots. So you can really see the cavities, especially in between the teeth. Oh. Like we call them flossing cavities. 
So you can see, like, are they triangle-shaped? Are they square? Are they rectangle? And then when you open up that cavity with your drill, it's the exact same shape. It's really cool. So when I see these little mini cavities or incipient lesions, as Dennis calls them, we work with patients on what we call remineralizing them or reversing them. And there's lots of ways to do it. Um, but you have to kind of start talking to patients. That's where kind of like my, what I get for my husband comes in. We start talking about, hey, you know, what kind of things do you like to drink during your day? And we start going through what they're drinking. Are they sipping on coffee all day, all day long? Are they snacking on Cheetos? Are they drinking bubbly water that's acidic? Are they drinking, to in Texas, like Topo Chico is kind of like the thing, mineral water from Mexico. I don't know what's there in China, but it's all acidic. And so then you start talking about what are you like snacking on? And then we go into oral habits, like, you know, of course, flossing and brushing and what that. So we educating them and working with them on ways to remineralize their decay. And then when they come in the next time, we use our translumination device and look at it again, and we can see if those areas are healing. Come on. So it's really cool technology, and you can be conservative. So in dentistry, you've got your, and I don't know, I think the technology is awesome. I'm always very excited about it. That's fantastic. Wow. Okay. So are we talking about like a specific diet or is it kind of what we think it is? Stop drinking so much acidic beverages all day. Maybe choose some xylitol yeah. gum or something like that. I mean, what are, is that like some of the hints? I mean, you know, I think you have to just start slowly. I mean, Mike and I, which I'm sure most chiropractors are like, we're a very food is medicine family. We eat really healthy whole foods diet. Um, so do our three children, but you just have to start slow. So we just start with simple changes like, hey, you know what? Let's not drink the acidic waters or beverages. Let's kind of concentrate on just regular basic water. You know, they can spend money on fancy alkaline water. Um, just simple things. Some of them just were not flossing. You know, that's that's another easy thing. And we talk about just adding more vegetables to their diet instead of just whole changes because not many people can just do a complete 180. So we start slowly. After I've been drinking six Cokes a day. I don't do that, but I'm just saying, I drink six <laughs> Cokes a day. Yeah, I'm going to just give that up. Come on. I know. Well, I mean, there's patients that do. They drink a lot of soda. A lot it's of soda. So, Did you, we ever need 44 yeah. ounces? That's crazy <sighs> to think. No, big gulps, big gulps. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. The same price. Well, I'm going to just get the bigger one. Oh, I lost you for a second. All right, let's cut the video. Did you get my sweet tea part? Because that's pretty Texan. <laughs> I missed that part. I, I was hoping you were going to talk about sweet tea. <laughs> but I just, I meant, yeah. Again, yeah. It's all about sweet tea here. A lot of sweet tea. So that's just as bad as drinking lots of Coke though, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, are we, are we still on there? Yeah, we're still on. We're oh, still oh, recording. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Um, okay, another thing besides the Texas sweet tea, everybody loves their Texas sweet tea. Another thing that I found with patients is they don't realize snacking like oh you know i'm gonna have some chips i'm gonna have some crackers like they don't really understand wow that breaks down in the mouth like sugar it's just like having some candy i think that's kind of a fascinating fact that we educate patients on that's pretty simple so we work on hey Because people just snack all, all day yeah they just snack all day snack all day like we work on hey you know what why don't you just do some hummus and some celery instead of snacking on crackers so so there's lots of little changes and i think one thing that was really cool that we did in our office as a team is we actually took a ton of different bottled waters and a ton of sodas and energy drinks and mineral waters. And we, my hygienist um, got her pool, her pool testing, like the pH level kit. 
And we just got all these glasses lined in a row and we tested the pH levels. And I think that for my team, that was very powerful. And we kind of made a video on it for our patients. And then we have a handout for them that shows like, you know, alkaline 10.0 to 3.0. And it kind of lists everything. So I thought that was really fun to do as a team. That is cool. I've seen chiropractors and I've seen, I think it was maybe like a Juice Plus salesperson at one of these B9 meetings. Yeah. They brought brought like a Gatorade or, you know, something and it put how many sugar packets, the equivalent of the sugar packets. So it was almost like get get some non-sweet tea and put 16 packs of sugar in it. That's a Coke. You're like, are you kidding me? Who would do that? Well, there's, I think sweet tea has, sweet tea has more sugar than a Coke. It's pretty wild. You need to come to Texas and have some sweet tea. And try it out for yourself. Oh, it's way more. You know, I used to put like two containers of uh, that pink. What is that pink stuff? Sweet and low? Yeah. And then you're just like, dude, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's just straight ridiculous. So I put like half it's a... Su- it's sugar water. Yeah. It's like we're hummingbirds. Exactly. Yep. Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So you are seeing actual results. Like these things are filling in if you catch them early. Yes. The, I think the patients that are making a good effort at changing some little things, we are seeing good results. And, you know, it never it never repairs itself fully to that perfect white, pristine enamel. It looks like like a black, like a black, hard version of enamel. Like it's almost always going to be a weak spot, but it's not a cavity, if that makes sense. That's what it looks like when you kind of open it up. Well, it's better to get shot in your mouth and then all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's man. true. See, because I, I typically use a uh, stevia or xylitol or something like that, just because I'm figuring I don't need any more sugar in my diet. And they do say that there's some uh, dental benefits to that stuff. Do you know anything about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, xylitol. I mean, stevia is a natural sweetener, so is xylitol. Um, in dentistry, I would say xylitol is in most of our products. Like, you know varnishes or toothpaste or rinses and it just protects it's supposed to protect the bacteria from adhering that's kind of its main function or at least that's what they tell us you know when you talk to the reps so it just combats you know what i mean i mean i haven't done my research but that's what it just combats it in a different way we also use a lot of calcium phosphate okay um to help protect the teeth too um, there's calcium phosphate rinses, you know, it brings it back to more alkaline, helps remineralize the teeth. So there's, it's not just fluoride or it's not just calcium phosphate. It's not just xylitol. It's lots of different things that work. That sounds great though. You have like a little package of, Hey, if you really want to fix this, here's five steps that you can do. Some of them are easy. Some of them are going to take a little more work. Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right. I, I want to know you're married to a chiropractor. Some of us chiropractors are like, man, dentist, the dentist themselves are typically <laughs> great in the hygienist. Usually they are great patients because they're getting thoracic outlet syndrome. They're hunched yes, over in bad posture yes. all day. But in reality, you could be a good referral source as well because you see all these people who probably are complaining about back pain or neck pain sitting in the chair. I'm just going out on a limb there. But is there a way mm-hmm. to build a referral relationship with your local dentist that's more effective than not? I, I mean, I may be biased, but yes, I 100% agree with that. For dentists, we see, I mean, dentists I mean, even dentists ourselves, I mean, we've had two surgeons in Fort Worth that have had fusion and there's an orthodontist in Arlington that's getting fusion. Oh, um, come on. Dentists, we're, we're a complete mess. We, <laughs> you know, we know what we need to do to be ergonomically safe with our patients. But at the end of the day, like you just torque yourself in crazy positions just to get it done. So dentists are a great 
great patience for uh, chiropractors. I mean, I see Mike at least every week, if not like every other week. And all of my team sees him too for adjustments. Mm-hmm. Chiropractors are awesome for TMD. Mike did a lot of work with different TMD courses. You know, he certified in active release technique. Uh-huh. So that's awesome to help our TMD patients. You know, the dentist can make a splint or a orthotic or night guard, whatever you want to call it. And then a chiropractor can help with all the muscles and, you know, serve the, serv- the cervical vertebrae. Yeah. So it's, it's a perfect link. Are there going to be dentists who, I mean, there's always somebody that's like, I don't believe in chiropractic. Well, we're not the tooth fairy, but still. Um, I know. They're just like, you know, we don't, we don't agree with what you do. You can't help my patients. Is that what? Is that a uh, common thread with dentists? So there's a high hurdle to climb or are a lot of them more open to kind of what we do or at least physical therapy, potentially what they what they do? I think there's I think for me, I'm t- I tend to be biased just because Mike is a chiropractor and I really believe in the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's lots of dentists who are, are scared, just like patients. They're very nervous about going to the chiropractor. They've heard lots of stories and lots. I mean, even my dad was. What? You know, called chiro- my dad called chiropractors quacks. I mean, it's just oh, that's true. Yeah, you it's just a different one. way of thinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there are many dentists I think that are very open to chiropractic and go to chiropractors. I mean, just like there's dentists that are kind of nervous about it and they'd prefer to see a physical therapist over a chiropractor. Okay, for sure. Yeah, and you know, this shows more than just chiropractic as an audience. So it's it's I'm okay with you know just getting the care that you need. It's sometimes what we're looking for. But I think for me, even for kids, like I tell pre- for my pregnancy, oh, it was life altering for Mike to adjust me. And I always tell my pregnant patients, you've got to see a chiropractor. And then for our kids, it's, I mean, their hips are always out of alignment. I mean, just adjust that SI joint just slightly. And it's just, it's almost like miracle working. You can just see how the, the leg changes the length. And I mean, I'm a believer. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but yeah, but I mean, I definitely talk to my patients about the benefits of chiropractic for sure. Okay. But I feel like I'm, I'm well educated on it also. Right. So. You're probably the most biased dentist you can, you can interview. Yes. Which is great. Yes. I mean, well, well, and yeah, and I'm also from a family of physicians. My brother's a physician. My brother-in-law's a physician. My dad's a physician. So I, I, I see all sides too. Yeah. So. That's really cool. I mean, like you said, if you're getting it all from like, you know, your brother's an ortho. So as well, which would probably be our biggest hurdle. <laughs> to, to convince so anyway so respecting your time i think that was that was fun for me to, to hear about these different things and knowing that we can actually fight these basic startings of a cavity so we don't have to you know go down that path so we're getting a little more personal it sounds like you're in a happy relationship i'm assuming you both have your own private practice so how are y'all able to take vacation well we both own our own um and um you know, when you own your own, you kind of just set your own schedule. And, you know, of course, when we both take off time, our offices are both closed. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is kind of thing. I don't know. I've always been a dental owner. So I'm just so used to just taking time off. I mean, we do take time off. We both only work. We both see patients only four days a week. Um, now that we have three kids, there's less time for paperwork. I mean, I definitely spend my, my Fridays doing admin stuff. Um, before kids, not necessarily, right, you know, right. before kids, I'd come in early, stay late. I truly have a three day weekend, but you know, now once you have left kids, it, it gets kind of harder, but, um, uh, but yo, yeah, we, we definitely take time off to, to see each other and spend time with the kids. Do you ever have that issue of, wow, both of our incomes are not really occurring right now when we take vacation? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. It definitely hits, it definitely hits hard. 
Yeah. And then like for owning a business, I don't know if you guys are affected by like, like for instance, the computers switching to Windows 10, like we're both shelling out a lot of money this year, replacing all our computers. Like that's every small business is doing that. Yeah. Plus so it's just you, the cost of being, the cost of being a business owner. Then your you know? EMR has so. got to be upgraded. Oh, well that was, you were good, but you now you got a new computer. You got to get that new upgrade for, for who knows how many thousands of dollars. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, So for sure. What do y'all do to try to keep the love alive and stay happy? Well, right now we're kind of in the weeds. We've got a two-year-old and a three-year-old and an eight-year-old. So before, you know, when we just had one, um, we did a lot of date nights. Now we're kind of so tired at this moment in our lives that we kind of get the kids to bed early and we get some nice dinner going on, a little kind of late dinner, and we watch some Netflix shows. I mean, to be honest, that's kind of what we do right now at this moment. That's real life, man. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's our life. We've got some Netflix shows and kind of do that. We do a lot of stuff with the kids, but I think when they get the little ones are a little bit older, we'll probably go back to doing more sitters, babysitters, and take some more time away off. Yeah. So that's hard right now. I mean, but the fact is, yeah. I think. Based on the things I've heard, y'all are doing something that each other likes. I'm pretty sure he probably likes a show that you just tolerate and vice versa. And as long as I think you're doing that for each other, that's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. We definitely can find shows where there's a happy medium. Like we're not watching like the girly shows and we're not watching the big action shows. But we usually find something that we both can kind of sit down and enjoy, which is nice. Yes, agreed. I fawn for the days back when you could actually rent new releases from Netflix and get a DVD to your house. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore with them, but that's what I, I used know. to have Netflix as. And now it's like, no, yeah. you will watch what we put oh. on there. Stranger Things, Ozarks, that's it. Oh, it's everything. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Everything is just right in front of us right now. All right. The last final fun question. We typically have a favorite book and then a secret book or a podcast or something like that. Do you have any that you'd like to share for us that makes an impact and that could be personal or for business gosh well right now our oldest um was just diagnosed with asd so right now i am i don't really have time to read so i'm doing an audible book yeah yeah healing without hurting um it's a cool book it's for anybody who has you know kids with asd um adhd what's that um it's a book oh it's interesting sensory sensory all of those yeah okay so so he's autism spectrum so it's just a book on how to, I mean, it's right up any chiropractor's alley. Yeah. Um, so that's what, that's kind of what I'm reading. I also kind of dibble and dabble in like the five languages of love for kids to help us understand our kids better. Um, personal reading. I don't have a lot of time for personal reading. I read a lot of dental journals. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so at this moment, I probably have maybe like 20 minutes a night where I can kind of sit down and either read or read something, listen to something or like do a podcast unless I'm in the carpool line. I understand that. Oh, wow. Yeah. But there's a lot of dental podcasts. There really are. Yeah. I, the carpool. Yeah. Carpool is usually my time to like listen to dental podcasts. Like we've got so many awesome ones like fee for service, dentary, dentistry, nifty, thrifty dentist. Um, there's lots, there's lots of them that are pretty I cool. I like that fee for service. I've been trying to, I've reached out to him a couple of times, but no reply. So I don't know what that's, what's up with that. Oh, really? I enjoy, I did a <laughs> series with a bunch of uh, cash PT people. It is fun to interview uh-huh. other podcast hosts because they get all their knowledge plus all their guests. It's, it's really quite fun. Yeah. Where can people get in contact with you and find out more information? Um, email is probably best. Jessica Bergatti at gmail.com. And then my website 
Um, and we can check out my website, which is Jessica Bergatti DDS PLLC, just my name. Um, but yeah, if anyone's ever in Fort Worth, Texas, look me up. I'd love to kind of see them. And congratulations on getting your name as your URL. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Man, sometimes you can not luck out on that one. I know. Yeah. It's Bergatti DDS.com. Yeah. But, but yeah, but no, I'm on, we are on Instagram and lots of, lots of fun things. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I enjoyed this interview and I enjoyed being able to connect and, and find out a little bit more about what you do. So I do hope that potentially you'll get an email or some sort of uh, benefit from just from sharing what you shared today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Another great interview has ended. While you're on your phone, click that review button. Write up a nice review for me. Five stars if you could. As everyone says in the industry, it'll help other people to find us when we have enough rankings not to mention i'll mention you and your review on an upcoming episode if you follow me at all on instagram you know you only get one link so i use a link tree and so it's a doctorsperspective.net slash links with an s and that's going to give you everything you need to know the top episodes of 2017 and 2018 the podiatry series dentist acupuncture series holiday 2017 financial series how to write a review how to support the show, like buying a cup of coffee, getting swag, like t-shirts, the Today's Choices Tomorrow's Health book, that's the blueprints for better health, exercise, picking food correctly, and financial. And then, of course, bundle packs, which can get you the no-needle acupuncture book for 40 common conditions, including the electric acupuncture pin, at a great deal. The resources page has some of the products that I like. It's uh, affiliate style, so if you buy something from them, I get a piece of that. Just like on the show notes pages, if you buy a book from clicking that link, I get a small piece of that as well. So I really appreciate that. Things like Screencast-O-Matic, PureVPN, Missing Letter, JLab Speakers, ProLone Edge or Hawk Grips. Uh, once again, if you do need any coaching on how to improve some of your blood work, drop weight, and the ProLone Diet, Fast Mimicking Diet, 5-Day Plan, let me know as well as if you just need some coaching, whether it's health, whether it's marketing, whether you need some practice growth, etc., reach out. Facebook, Justin Trosclair, MCC. Of course, at a doctorsperspective.net on the top right, you got all the social media icons that you can imagine. Click your favorite and reach out. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please tell a friend, pass it along. You can go to .net slash listen. It's just that easy. It'll open up right in your app. And don't forget, I appreciate you. Listen, critically think, and integrate. See you on the mini-sodes on Thursdays and Saturdays. Hope you're enjoying those. I'm definitely having fun summarizing these podcasts in less than 10 minutes for you. You get the nuggets without having to waste your time. Have a great week. We just went hashtag behind the curtain. I hope you will listen and integrate what some of these guests have said. By all means, please share across your social media, write a review, and if you go to the show notes page, you can find all the references for today's guests. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.